Sachem Perik Zayin Mishnah Aleph seven one, and now we discuss the actual roasting of the korban pesach. The pasuk says, "Al tochu memenu na," you're not allowed to eat the korban pesach if it's raw or even undercooked. Uvashel muvushal b'maim, nor may you eat it if it's been boiled in water. Ki imtsli eish, the only permissible way to eat the korban pesach is directly roast and open, open over an open fire. Rosho al kraav al kirbo, including all its parts, its head, on its uh, legs, on its innards, the intestines. We'll see more about that in a moment, exactly how that looks. But the sentiment of the pasuk is that it's all roasted together, all the parts together, even the intestines, even the legs. So therefore, the Mishnah says, Ketzad solen esa pesach. How was one to roast his korban pesach? Mevin shapud shel rimon. One brings a spit made out of pomegranate wood. The reason why pomegranate wood is chosen is because pomegranate wood has very little moisture inside of it. So when the spit warms up, there isn't liquid that comes out of the wood. Because to the extent there's liquid coming out of the wood, that would cook the the korban pesach, we'll call it the lamb, the lamb from the inside um, out using liquid, which is forbidden. And therefore, one is to use uh, rimon, pomegranate wood, which is not very, it's dry on the inside. It's dry and won't put out water. Now, according to the Bartanur, it sounds like it simply is not permitted to use other types of wood. The Ramah, however, who ostensibly is the halacha, seems to say this is just a mitzvah min a muvchar. The ideal way to roast your korban besach is with pomegranate wood, but other types of wood would be permissible as well. The Bartanur also speaks out here, as we'll see in the next Mishnah, that one could not use a metal spit to roast the Korban Pesach. The reason why is because the metal will get heated and then it'll cook the inside of the Korban Pesach using the dry heat of the metal spit, um, which would be forbidden because you want direct fire heat, not indirect uh, metal onto the onto the meat heating. Tochavo metoch piv. One inserts this wooden spit through the mouth of the lamb, or or it could be, for that matter, a, a kid, a baby goat, ad beis nukuvaso, starting from its mouth and then piercing all the way through to its rear end. The idea being that you're now going to have a spit, you'll be able to, to roast this animal, and you want to put that spit through in such a way that you're not going through any bones. So this is going to be moving parallel to, um, but not breaking the spine. Since it's, pr- it's forbidden to break any bones of the Korban Pesach. Venosin es kraav es bnei meav l'socho, and you'll put the bottom part of the leg, which is cut off, as well cut off those four legs, as well as the bnei meav, the intestines. Remember, we were taking the intestines and cleaning them out of any refuse they may have inside of it. But then they're put back inside, both the lower part of the legs as well as the intestines are put back inside the abdominal cavity. And they're cooked inside there. Divrei Rebbe Yosi Haglili. Rebbe Yosi That's the way that you fulfill the Pasuk. When it says, it's Rosho al Kraav al Bikirbo, it means literally the head and the intestines and the legs are all cooked together, like with the intestines and legs inside the body of the animal. Rebbe Kiva Omer, Kamin Bishel Huzeh. Rebbe Kiva says, no, if you cook it like that, it resembles um, cooking like with liquid because the juices inside the animal would be cooking the intestines, etc., and therefore he doesn't like that. He says, instead, rather you um, 
you suspend the legs and the intestines outside of the animal, also on the spit, but outside. And um, the Gemarans were speaking out how to get the intestines to stay on, you'll sort of wrap them around the head of the animal on the spit, and that resembles like kind of like a helmet. And for that reason, since the, the um, in Aramaic, the word for a, like a war helmet made out of copper is called a kulsa, so therefore this is often referred to as the, the way this cooking is called makulas, that it's sort of like a helmeted sheep, if you will, because it has the intestines wrapped around its head. Okay, now it's important that the when you're roasting this carbon Pesach, that its its um, head is facing downwards. The reason why, because that's the, where the incision was made, and we want the liquids, like the the blood, to drain out of the neck as it's cooking. This is important because remember, you're not actually going to be salting this meat; you're roasting it open over, over an open fire. So you want a way for the the blood to to drip out, and therefore it's sort of neck down and and tail, if you will, up. Now, I've seen a lot of these pictures. The pictures I've seen all the picture books tend to show, like um like a, a vertical oven, the tanor, and then it's on a stick. You have this animal with the head, like, you know, vertically, the head down and the and the tail up in the fire, and the person is roasting open, over the fire, into the fire. Now, there is a reason why it's saying that, because not only do we say that the neck has to be down and the tail up, but also it talks about how that the, the thicker part of the wooden spit has to be on the mouth side, so it shouldn't, like, slide off. So it's definitely true um, that it is neck down and tail and rear side up, but I'm very circumspect to those pictures. I don't think it makes any sense that you'd have the head like down vertically and the tail up vertically. First of all, it's going to roast very uh, unevenly, right? The head will be totally burned and the tail will still be raw. Second of all, the poor guy's hands are going to be over this furnace and they're going to be roasted to a, to a, you know, to char to a charcoal as well. So I don't buy that for a second. I think the proper picture is something along the lines of how you imagine any animal roasting on a spit. And although it's not totally horizontal, it's tipped, you know, neck down, but it's more or less the tail will be higher than the head, but basically it's more or less more horizontal than vertical, and then you could rotate it and there you can get a nice, well-roasted, delicious lamb over an open fire. And that would then be the way you cook the Korban Pesach. As far as the question of the chopping off of the legs, so you might say, wait, we just finished up saying that the Pesach says, the etzim lo tisperu. Vo, you're not allowed to break the bones of the Korban Pesach, so how can you chop the legs off? The answer is, those legs will be severed um, between the joints, so you're going to be cutting ligaments that are connecting the bones together, but the bones themselves will remain whole, not broken, and therefore you'll be able to keep um, keep that halacha. Uh, 